0: welcome to a segment of mind you and food this is suzanne toro and this segment is brought to you by be simply let's dive in welcome to mind you and food and i want to thank you all for being here in this moment We are diving into the lungs a little further and the large intestines. Uh, We are going to be setting you up for success in this season as we lead into fall and spring. And both these times of year, because they're uh, releasing a lot into the environment, whether it's the shedding of the trees or the blooming of the trees, Uh, This can create upper respiratory allergies, all kinds of things. And so on the physical level, we're going to talk a little bit more about these lungs that you can uh, proactively care for and nourish. And then on an emotional level, we're going to go a little deeper in beyond the grief release and connect some dots for all of you there. And then I'll give a few shout outs of recipes that will be listed on the website, suzannetoro.com. And last week's uh, full post is available later today with all the recipes. And that'll be the, the rhythm that the, within the week you can get the recipes or I'll add them also below. But just go to suzantoro.com and it'll make it really easy for you to look up other recipes and other segments. So as we continue to move into the seasonal shift the, the the transition will start to occur in this next week and I do like to point out that you know we're not held by these equinoxes that were established on a Gregorian calendar that was overlaid in interstellar space, so you will start to feel the seasonal shift, and sometimes uh, we, the seasons are shorter or longer. And I know, based on a few people that monitor the spin of the Earth, that we are spinning faster these past few years. So the seasons have been shifting and actually impacting our crops and so forth. So it's always important rather than looking to that Gregorian calendars, you feel into what the environment is doing and calling out similar here in Southern California. um, We have warmer weather in uh, September and October. It's like back and forth. We had a really hot spot and then now it's cooling off, but we may have more hot weather. So you will, adapt and adjust, uh, your food and just your way of life, uh, based on those things. So if we dive in a little bit further on how you can support yourself on a daily basis, because this, this mucus that can tend to build up in the lungs, or you could be really dry, but still feeling, um, the need to expel, uh, one of two things that you'll need to add more water or, um, reduce, add some heat to break down that phlegm and, and heat, salt, those kinds of things to help keep it moving. So daily, as you move into these seasons, a good thing to do for brothers and sisters, um, in the Southern hemisphere is to take honey, a spoonful of local honey Uh, is very helpful if your system can tolerate. And I do want to disclaim one size does not fit all. And so I do offer, um, complimentary 21 minute consult, um, on food alchemy and all the other things that I offer. You can connect with me that way if you want to just check in and see, uh, where you could go from there. Uh, but these are general things that can work and you can test out and feel into them based on what you need. Uh, also, um, daily neti pot cleanses with warm, very not too warm because you don't want to burn your nasal cavities, but with water, Himalayan salt or sea salt, and you'll flush it. And I will find one and put a link below, uh, there. You can pick them up nowadays at your local, uh, stores, all kinds of stores. So, uh, look at it that way. Support your local mom and posh stores, local community stores first if you can because it's really important to support that type of economy from my perspective. Um, Also with that daily teaspoon of honey you can add cinnamon. That's an anti-inflammatory which will help open up those airways. The other thing that's super important is water really and Uh, Ayurvedic tip I've mentioned before is warm water with lemon or lime, depending on what's going on for you. You can feel into what, uh, sounds better to you and taste by taste. Uh, and then also mineral water is very helpful because oftentimes we're depleted. We're, we're coming into this. The lungs is this metal time minerals. The earth's been feeding those. So a mineral water can be super helpful and, um, there are different brands on board, or you can add minerals to your water. And there, um, from there you want to add lime juice, really a, a nice nutrient for the liver and, um, just to clear and re the body. Um, and you'll, you'll know when you crave it. Uh, it's almost like you can't get enough of it. So that's a sign that you're, uh, your minerals might be a little deficient. So you want to look at that. And then the other component here for the lungs and the intestines, I'll go into that in a second, is good water. Uh, If you want to learn more, I put a link about uh, the way of water, uh, something that I highly recommend. I, gosh, I can't say enough good things about it. But the water really helps with your breathing and your airways and you want it to be clean. And then you'll want the ability to adjust the pH, uh, which is a longer conversation. And this solution that I recommend um, also is supercharged. So it will hydrate you on a cellular level. This is really important. I can tell you from someone that uh, suffered, I'm healed now, uh, from asthma, is that When you don't get in water into your system that is actually hydrating you, those capillaries, especially if you are on a big pharma uh, daily regime for your asthma, the capillaries bit by bit close. And from certain medical doctors, they view that they can't regenerate. I I beg to differ. And what I can say is once I started drinking this um, kangen waters the machine that i have uh it opened up my those little capillaries and anyone that out there listening that has had asthma or has asthma send me a message and i'll explain more but you get really uh intimate with your lungs and i literally as it was almost immediate it opened up those little capillaries you could feel it and if you have had an asthma attack you feel them close your lungs close down but it it's a very um Unusual experience, and so a good water is going to really help keep that in balance. And I can say, based on uh, several things I did on my own journey of healing, with um, some integrated support, that I no longer am um, on any medications for my lungs, and that is a really great feeling because it can be very costly and expensive and scary. Uh so with that being said the part as i mentioned last week is that we're carrying we suppress uh grief and hold it in our lungs and this can cause these conditions lung conditions from cancer to asthma to other breathing conditions, and it can impact our large intestines. And so when you get a mucus build up it, it will exit out through your mouth, through your digestive tract, in your bowels. And so we want to keep this area flush so you can keep everything healthy. So balancing both is really important in the in this season and being, uh, proactive. So what can typically happen is here we go into fall here in spring. And the same thing applies down under because that's where a lot of fresh pollens are blooming. You want to be proactive with this. That's why sometimes people can get late spring or early summer sinus infections and all that. And that affects your upper respiratory. So, Uh, if inspired, be proactive year round. If this is a a soft spot for you, uh, and you can eliminate, I mean, I'm living proof of this. I used to have a lot of sinus infections, allergic reactions, and they're very minimal now. So by some of these things I'm offering or suggesting, and if you want to talk more about it, just send me an email or book a consult and we'll dive in. Because one size does not fit all. <laughs> I will say that over and over again for a very good reason. So also, uh, last week we talked about uh, schizandra <laughs> and cordyceps as good supportive herbal tonics at this time of year. Uh, the other one that we're going to talk about is the turkey tail mushroom. And what I love about these mushrooms is they nourish on so many different levels, um, and so the fungi kind of repattern things. And this one, which is interesting, uh, grew grows on the evergreen pines, which also is very helpful. I have a rub recipe below for you to put on your chest. Those pines um, help. so imagine this fungi is growing on the pine trees and this will help balance your lung um, and the turkey tail will reduce the coughing, the wind, so to speak, and uh, also help resolve upper respiratory infections um, and it'll it also has a lot of great things around. The C word, not the CO, but the CA word, cancer, uh, where this is very supportive in regeneration, uh, proactively keeping that away or helping in your integrative treatment to regenerate if you are going through treatment for something in the lung region. So, again, Proactive measures are really the way to go versus reactive measures. But if you're in a reactive space, this is also a great thing to help shore up uh, what you're going through in any type of treatment. If you have lung cancer, uh, this can be considered. The only thing I would recommend is reach out to me. Let me know what's going on so we can look at all your protocol. And this is really important that all your medications, all your, um, approaches are evaluated, your nutrition so that you can be set up for success. If you think about a bodybuilder or an athlete, they have all these people training their physical body, their mental, their emotional, and even their spiritual body. And it's a puzzle you put together. And it's something I love, you know, I love problem solving. So, uh, figuring out the solution is a process and, it's important to cover all your bases. And sometimes, you know, when you're in it, you don't have the bandwidth to do that. So it's nice to have someone on your side and your team to help you with that. So also from here, uh, upper respiratory rubs are really helpful. And you could utilize this early on just to give yourself a little love, maybe even once a week, if you know Historically, you tend to get uh, an infection annually or maybe several times over. So again, a proactive, but I wouldn't say you need to do it daily. And uh, this is an Ayurvedic chest rub, which is really yummy. Um, Ayurvedic body treatments are so amazing and you can do a lot of it yourself. And so with this one, you'll have the rest of you below because there's lots of things. I'm not going to rattle them all off, but it's, you know, like if you remember Vicks Vapor Rub, but this is going to be a natural organic rub balm that you'll put on your your chest, your lung region, front and back, uh, and could even put, depending on what you can tolerate, on the upper lip. The other nice thing about if you make your own rubs, or if you would like me to make one, I can do that too all about customizing is that you can customize it. So I'm giving you a recipe. However, based on what works for you, you might omit or we might alter some of these things. Uh, For example, I can't use some of these ingredients, but I can, you know, blend them and have them put into a, a bomb for you. I can make a bomb for you with them because you maybe not, you don't have an allergy to them. So that's what, those are the things we want to look at. And sometimes, you know, for a whole lifetime, we may have an allergy to something and that could be karmic, you know? So, so from there, I want to recommend before we go into the motions a couple recipes, and then I'll be linking an article below about, uh, excellent lung foods. And this is a great way to think about the more you learn about what works, what uh, brings you into that happy place with your food. This is, it's, then it's easier. Food is your medicine. You don't have to worry about a lot of supplementation and so forth. So uh, one thing that I love, and it also is combined in a, a penne pasta dish, but you could just make it as the broccoli alone Uh, is that's, you take broccoli, you're going to blend in a bowl, cayenne, oregano, garlic, uh, salt, pepper. You can even put some basil in there and you're going to blend it up, dried basil. You're going to blend it up really good. And then you're going to heat up a little bit of olive oil, some ghee. You take that broccoli and you start pan frying it. You don't want to put too much oil because you want to get kind of a crispiness to it. Um, And then prior to putting that broccoli in, I, excuse me, you want to put the garlic, the oregano, the spice blend, Let I always love building those flavors from the bottom up. So you'll be seasoning that whole pan. The broccoli goes in there and you will have this beautiful yummy dish. You could throw it on pasta. You can make it ahead. You could even roast this if you don't want to do the whole saute thing. Um, And then you could have it in your fridge and add it to things during the week, add it to sandwiches, wraps, salads, as a side dish, or as a whole meal. And broccoli is, uh, rich in glutathione and is really helpful in recovery or if you feel like you're starting to get a, a bug. um, From there, that's also yummy. And we have these coming in season now. Everyone, I even saw people decorating in my local area is pumpkin soup. I will put that recipe below. I have a yummy one. You integrate pumpkin and sweet potato and coconut milk. And so, and a few other things. That's also a great thing that you can make ahead of time, beginning of the week. Put in uh, smaller containers so you can eat it on the go. Uh, I highly recommend... The more fresh food that you can eat the better i also recommend slow heating so for instance if you're using a soup like this you could put it in a pan of water you could store these in glass jars put the jar in the water warm it up that way versus using a microwave or heating it direct on the stove top it's just a little bit of a gentler approach And then another um, great thing for the lungs is uh, cacao and bananas. So a little recipe below of chocolate-covered, cacao-covered bananas uh, that you can have as a treat. You can freeze these and then have it as a nice little sweet treat after a meal or a little nibble if you're having a craving. So that's always important, too. One thing to note: when the lungs and even any part of you is in distress, we crave comfort food because, uh, that kind of gives us that safe feeling. So I'll be adding more recipes because if anyone that's listening has had, had issues with their lungs, they know it's scary. And for anyone that has not, and you live with someone that has issues with their lungs, Please have compassion and a most certain calm with them because when someone can't breathe and then the people around them are freaking out, it doesn't feel so good uh, because you're internally the person is scared as it is. And then if other people are uneasy, it just is a domino effect. So, you know, and even when someone's not having... Um, maybe a problem with their lungs, that's a good time to talk as a family. Like what can we do together to support one another through this process? And I know for years, it it seemed more stressful to people that were around me that I preferred handling it on my own because I could manage my own ship and let everyone else be out of the, the scare, the fight or flight. So, um, It's just really important, but it's good if you can make a team approach in these things and people might then know how to make some, you know, beverages for you or get you what you need, especially if you can't speak, because that's also what happens when your lungs are closing up. So the last thing I want to close on is that um, the grief that can get stored really suppressed down. I was talking today with a student of mine about this is that when we suppress grief, what will happen, and this is why they say in the process of grief to anger, is that you uh, reach out and um, can actually avoid the grief part, meaning the grief release, which is healthy, like a good cry. Um, And then anger can come out. And it can come out in the most... uh, I don't know, le- unlikely situations. And it really will catch the person that's receiving that anger off guard. And sometimes it can come out at strangers. I've experienced this myself, you know, after uh, usually death, like an extreme loss of some someone that, um, it's not always, but there's been a couple instances of losing someone, you know, a child, and then losing a young, uh, family friend that, you know, it's almost too much. And maybe the, there isn't the opportunity to release the grief in a way that's healthy. And then what happens is anger so that, and typically anger will happen. It's part of the steps of going through grief. And so what can happen, I would point this out because how I work is all things are psycho spiritual, uh, in healing. So if we don't heal the psycho spiritual, we can do all these things I'm recommending. But if you're evading the psycho spiritual, then you actually will keep repeating it till you heal on a deeper level. And that was true with me with asthma until I decided, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to address this thing. And it it can be scary because sometimes uh, it's coming from before here, meaning maybe you didn't, get to make peace in your previous lifetime. And so it's here and it ripens when it's time by conditions in your life. And so to make peace, sometimes there is a lot of trusting in these unknown things. So if you notice you have a lot of anger, I recommend, and from our brothers and sisters down in the Southern Hemisphere, that's the spring, grief to anger grief to anger is that anger if we bring in patience so we can discover the grief then we can come to a resolution and actually our heart energy can help us find joy and peace so uh, it's important uh, during this season just to really say take an evaluation not only of where you might be holding unresolved grief but where you have unresolved anger and is your inner fire is it, it moving is it uh, do you feel like you're in forward motion because if you have a lot of trauma stored up you might feel stuck you might feel debilitated and I'm going to do in the near future a uh, segment on this because a lot of people again just like with people, if they have family members with asthma, they may not understand, um, is trauma is really debilitating and that can make people feel very stuck. So we look at the energy of the fire, the chi, even in the body to see how much momentum. Um, and so a simple, fun way to know, like if you're walking into grief, like you, there's no avoiding it. You've lost someone. Um, you know you're ending a relationship lots of different things you might be having to move someplace all different kinds of things that this is a time to say okay i'm going to have uh welcome myself to do a grief release meaning as it rises up naturally allow myself to cry let it out and let go and then it's there and then you want to rebalance the system with some good water food all of those things so that you Uh, don't deplete your immune system or your adrenals in the process. And the other beautiful hand helpful tip is to look for joy. And this is something that really beautifully happens after someone passes, usually at the services is people share all the best about the person that's passed. And so that joy will help you through your sorrow It'll help you remember the parts that you want to, uh, want to be there to lift you up. And that will feed your inner fire. In addition, that will help the situation no matter if it's, you know, death or it's a relationship ending or work situation, whatever it might be, that joy will help you. What also that'll do is that will take that anger and, welcome it into patience welcome it to even be patient with the person as they heal and come back into peace because beyond that grief we we get to a place of peace and uh acceptance if you will so as we sign out i want to thank you for being here today uh we're gonna exit out with uh A little bit more of Kadri Scott, I'm going to put Be Aware on from her recent album. And with awareness, we can be our best advocate and person that's in forward motion uh, with maintaining balance in our life. So until next time, this is Suzanne Toro signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. Once again, I want to thank you for tuning into this segment of Mind You in Food. And as inspired, connect to the links below. Don't hesitate to reach out. And I am happy to support you on your journey of balance and well-being here on planet Earth.